Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode 114, Are You Contributing to Your Marital Problems? This episode might be one of those come-to-Jesus moments, as my husband likes to put it, where we are confronted with some questions that cause us to consider the reality that we may not want to see or face. I'm going to ask you some questions about uh, four different areas that contribute to marital problems and just see if they resonate with you. And then after I identify them, we'll talk about what you can do to change those things in you. First one is fear. Do you bring fear into your marriage? Are you afraid you married the wrong person? Or are you afraid that there will be infidelity? Are you afraid of having a bad marriage if your parents did? Do you fear financial loss or maybe the lack of control? Anger. Are you an angry person? Is the emotion you feel most of your day anger? Do you have unresolved issues, either personally with your life before you were married or unresolved issues with your spouse since you've been married? Do you hold on to resentments? Do you not forgive and truly forget? Are you too hard to please? Do you always raise the bar for your spouse so that he can never truly make you happy? Or maybe your anger comes out in being too touchy, where everything sets you off. The third consideration is, do you put everything and everybody before your spouse? Maybe your own will and your desires? Do you put your children ahead of your husband? Maybe you put your job ahead of your husband. Do you put friends ahead of him? Do you make sure that you make time to socialize with your friends, but you don't plan time away with your husband? Do you put extended family ahead of him? Do you put your parents' desires for family time ahead of your spouse's desire? I remember many years ago, it was Christmas, and my husband, we had normally spent Christmas Eve and Christmas Day at my parents' house, my husband's family is out of town. And my husband said to me a few weeks before Christmas, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to have either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day where we just stay home and make it the Christmas that we want. And I couldn't deny him that. He was right. That's what he needed. That's what he wanted. And truthfully, that's what I wanted. So while it was difficult to tell my parents we weren't going to be there for Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, it was better for our family because then we had the opportunity to begin creating um, new traditions for our own family. So think about that. What happens at holiday time with expectations or maybe throughout the year? Do you put your family of origins expectations over your husband's desires. And then hobbies. Do you have hobbies that you put ahead of your spouse? 
Do you make sure that you have time to work out or train for a marathon or go to a book club, but you don't take time for your husband? The fourth question is, are you indifferent? Do you seek connection with your husband? Do you look into his eyes when you're speaking to him and when you're listening to him? And when you listen, do you put down whatever you're doing and give him your full attention? Do you pamper him to make him feel special and appreciated? Have you considered what his love language is and do you try to do things that fulfill his needs and desires? Often we want to blame our spouse for our problems. If only he would fill in the blank. When we spend our time focusing on what he's not doing or saying, we completely ignore our actions or inactions. Although we'd like to control our spouse and his actions, we can't. We can only control our actions. And our actions come from what we're feeling. Get curious about your actions. Are they actions you would want shown to you? Are they loving, accepting of the other? Are they empathetic or curious about your spouse? Or are they filled with judgment and resentments, anger and hurt? Your actions come from what you're feeling. When you think about your relationship with your husband, what thought comes up? Now, there are hundreds of thoughts you could have about your husband if you spent the time just thinking about him. Notice if your thoughts are loving and positive or critical and condemning. From that thought, you'll have a feeling. Is it peaceful, connected, and loved? Or angry, fearful, or resentful? You will show up with actions that are fueled by those feelings. If you were married to you, how would you want you to show up? Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book, doesn't it? But seriously, if you were married to you, how would you want you to show up? If you were married to someone who was always angry or critical, would you be inspired to help out around the house or even come home to the house? Imagine walking in and the person you need most to bring some joy back into your life is complaining or angry with someone or something again. How would you feel if your spouse spent all their time focusing on the children as if your needs didn't matter? or were unimportant. We can't change our husbands, but we can influence them, their thoughts, their self-worth, and ultimately the way they show up in a profound way by the way we show up, the way we treat them. Rather than focusing on all the ways you think your husband should change or the ways you believe he fails you, focus on how you think about him and his actions. You have complete power over your thoughts. Let's take the case of the same circumstance, but two different men. The circumstances, each man gets out of bed and does not make it. The wife of one husband could think, he doesn't love me because he doesn't make the bed. I've asked him over and over again, he doesn't love me because he doesn't make it. The other woman could think, 
making the bed isn't important to him. Or he must have been in a hurry. Can you see the different feelings that will be created with these different thoughts? Same circumstance, the men did not make the bed. But each wife thought differently about it. The one who chose making the bed isn't important to him, or he must have been in a hurry, probably has to consciously choose that thought. I think our first thought is, he doesn't love me, or he's not doing it again, or it's a negative thought. But that wife said to herself, I'm going to choose a thought that I can believe making the bed isn't important to him, but it doesn't have any impact on how he loves me or what he thinks of me. While the other wife chose to think he doesn't love me. And so you're going to have two different thoughts that will create a whole set of reactions and results. So choose your thoughts wisely. Choose the ones that serve you and your relationship, that nurture it if you want a long-term relationship. When you choose thoughts that create anger or fear or indifference, you are actually contributing to your marital problems. He's not perfect. He's human. He has gifts and talents just like you do. You're not perfect and you're human. Do we really have to get into deciding that actions mean so much more than just the fact of the action? Check how you show up in your marriage and ask yourself if you would be married to you. If not, be conscious of changing your thoughts to thoughts that you still believe, but thoughts that are more empathetic, loving, and affirming. If you would like help navigating your relationship with your husband, make sure to sign up for a free coaching session with me at JanetQuinlan.com to see how life-changing coaching can be. I can help you create that marriage that you long for. It's easier than you think, and it's just identifying the thoughts you can believe, but that serve you. Have a great week. Thank you so much for those who are leaving reviews. I'm really grateful, and your words are so affirming to me. I'm really grateful. All right, have a great week. Thank you for being here. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at FindingJoyInMotherhood.com.